Today is Tuesday, February 16th. This is TDAD Talk. I'm Finn Warner. Happening today in local news, the Trinidad Polar Plunge is on the horizon for citizens. In the state, we look at COVID-19 in Colorado and the race between vaccinations and variants. And in national news, 45 continental U.S. states have seen some snow cover as the polar vortex continues across the country. Stick around for more. And today's podcast is brought to you with support from the Pueblo School for Arts and Sciences. Leading the way in education, the Pueblo School for Arts and Sciences offers high-quality e-learning. Their effective and innovative teaching offers live teacher instruction, no tuition fees, and a technology package. Their K-8 student curriculum offers hands-on learning, ensuring student success. To learn more, visit their website at psask8.org. All right, let's check in with the weather. for rain and snow showers throughout the day and it will be mostly cloudy with a high in the low 40s. The chance for precipitation today is 40% with tonight's low in the mid-teens. Tomorrow will bring 60% chance of snow with a high in the mid-30s and tomorrow night will bring some precipitation with the chance for one to three possible inches and a low in the mid-teens. Now, here's the news. Trinidad, the first event of Special Olympics Colorado's Polar Plunge Series is taking place at the Trinidad Lake Boat Ramp on Saturday, February 27th from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. The unique event has participants enter a body of cold water to raise money for SOCO, or Special Olympics Colorado. The event is in its 13th year in Colorado, second in Trinidad, and one of SOCO's most recognizable fundraisers. The 2021 Polar Plunge Series takes health and safety very seriously. As a result, the series is a mix of modified in-person events and virtual at-home offerings, said SoCo. There will be no spectators this year, and also this year, participants can chill at home by taking a video of their plunge activity and tagging hashtag virtualplungeco on Facebook or Instagram. SoCo provides a year-round sports training and competition for more than 18,000 athletes with intellectual disabilities. Special Olympics Colorado is able to offer hundreds of annual engagements free of charge to individuals aged two and up. SoCo hopes to raise $400,000 in the event in Trinidad in places like Denver, Windsor, Boulder, Aurora, and Colorado Springs through April 24th. The fundraising minimum to plunge is $75. Students and SoCo athletes are 50. Plungers will receive a long-sleeve polar plunge t-shirt. There are also trophies awarded to top fundraisers and for team spirit. To learn more about the Trinidad Polar Plunge and to register, visit specialolympicsco.org slash event slash Trinidad Plunge slash. For more on this story and what's happening in Trinidad and beyond, pick up a copy of today's paper or visit the Chronicle News website at thechronicle-news.com. And happening in Colorado, hospitalizations and new cases of COVID-19 continued to drop in Colorado over the past week, though it's too early to see the effect of the most recent changes to the state's dial framework, reported the Denver Post. As of Monday afternoon, 462 people were hospitalized with confirmed or suspected COVID-19. It was the lowest number receiving hospital care for the coronavirus since October 19, 2020. The Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment reported 6,973 cases in the week ending Sunday, which was the lowest level since early October. Some testing sites were closed over the weekend because of extreme cold, but fewer than 4% of tests came back positive, indicating the state wasn't missing significant numbers of infections. 
Statewide, the virus didn't spread more widely after counties moved from level red to level orange and schools reopened in January, said Beth Carlton, an associate professor of environmental and occupational health at the Colorado School of Public Health. Transmission has increased in some ski towns, however, and San Miguel County announced tighter restrictions on Monday. It takes two to three weeks to see any impact from policy changes, Carlson said, so it's too early to know whether allowing counties to loosen restrictions under the new dial framework, which took effect February 5th, will lead to increased spread. The new dial metrics allowed Denver to move from level orange to level yellow, meaning more businesses could operate at 50% capacity instead of being limited to 25%. Another unknown is how widely new variants of the virus are spreading. So far, the state has identified 67 cases coming from more contagious versions of the virus. But the best guess right now is that 1% to 3% of cases in Colorado are caused by B117, the variant identified in the United Kingdom, Carlton said. B117 is more contagious than other forms of the virus, and emerging research suggests it may be more lethal. Governor Jared Polis described the vaccine rollout as a race with the new variants. As more people spread the virus, it gives the variants more chances to crowd out less contagious versions of the virus or to acquire additional mutations which have a chance to make it more harmful. About 11% of people in Colorado have had one shot of the vaccine and 5% have had both, according to the CDC. As of Monday, 414,369 people in Colorado have tested positive for the new coronavirus, and 22,812 have been hospitalized. The state reports 5,826 coronavirus-related deaths. And happening in national news, this frigid cold much of the U.S. is experiencing is thanks to the polar vortex, a large area of low pressure located near the poles. It can break down during the winter months, sending cold air that has been bottled up southward, reported CNN. The polar vortex can be responsible for extremely frigid temperatures and huge plunges of cold air like the polar plunge the U.S. is seeing now, thus allowing sub-zero temperatures to reach all the way into the southern states like Texas, Arkansas, and slightly into Louisiana Tuesday morning. The polar vortex has been weakened even more so this year by the sudden stratospheric warmings that occur about six times a decade. This caused the polar vortex to weaken even further, allowing cold air bottled up in the Arctic to be released southward, making for bitterly cold conditions much further south. Breakdowns in the polar vortex have been tied to climate change, says CNN meteorologist Brandon Miller, as the Arctic is warming twice as fast as the rest of the planet, though the connection is still debated among scientists. More than 73% of the lower 48 states is currently covered by snow, according to the daily national snow analysis from NOAA's Office of Water Prediction. This is the highest coverage in the historical record, which goes back to 2003, and uses a combination of ground reports, airborne, and satellite measurements. According to the analysis made at 6 a.m. Eastern Time this morning, snow cover was shown in 45 of 48 states in the continental U.S. Only three states without snow cover are Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina. There have been 553 car crashes, two officers have been injured from ice falls, and three people are dead as a result of severe winter weather that began Sunday in Houston, tweeted the police chief on Tuesday. Our roadways are still very icy. Please avoid traveling unless absolutely necessary, it said. The police chief said the reported deaths involved one homeless person and two people who died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner also issued a warning to residents not to get on the roads. Quote, the roads are very dangerous this morning. Please wait a few hours before moving around if you must be out, Turner tweeted Tuesday. 
And coming up in Trinidad on Saturday, February 20th from 10.30 to 11.30, Trinidad Youth Club members will have a model rocket launch. Happening at Central Park in Trinidad at 700 Smith Street, youth members will launch their model rockets. Masks are required, and if you're interested in joining the Trinidad Model Rocket Club or simply coming and watching, sign up with Brad Kirby at 214-336-4229. And if you know of an upcoming event you think should be included on our podcast, give us a shout on our TDAD Radio Facebook page or call us at 719-846-3311. And for a deeper look into what's happening in Trinidad and beyond, visit the Chronicle News website, chronicle-news.com. And don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription. And another shout-out to our sponsor for today, Leading the Way in Education, the Pueblo School for Arts and Sciences is offering high-quality e-learning. Their effective and innovative teaching offers live teacher instruction, no tuition fees, and a technology package. Their K-8 student curriculum offers hands-on learning, ensuring student success. To learn more, visit their website at psask8.org. That will do it for today's episode. Thanks for hanging around. This has been Finn Warner. Have a great day. This Chronicle News.